Gambler. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. us here at the Omni Bar Line. Got the breakfast bar open and available. The Angelic Jones of Ole Miss Evie. Now let me get this straight. We've got Ole Miss Evie who has the Rebel Walk. That's her company. And I've got Pete Cordelli sitting here, Coach Pete Evie, who did the radio broadcast for Ole Miss for 14 years. 14 years. How about that? How about this uh, combination here, Evie? I am honored i just uh i enjoy listening to coach pete so much every week on your show and i really am honored to be on with him oh miss evie i'm honored to be on with you because i learned so much from you about uh oxford my my youngest daughter went to school there so it was easy to go down and, and and just to watch that campus grow um stan sandroni was uh, yes. our on the field guy and David Kellum and I used to do a pregame show and then they out in the grove and then we would have to take a golf cart over to the stadium but then they built that uh, outdoor <laughs> perform performance stage yeah. and I I said back then Ole Miss is the only school in the country that red shirts Miss Americas that's so, true. That's, uh, that's right. And you're it's absolutely a uh, right. beautiful place, but uh, I really enjoyed my time in Oxford. It was great. Evie, I ask you this ad nauseum. Is there anything new with Jackson <laughs> Dart? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's interesting because Ole Miss, you know, we're having our press conferences now leading up to the Peach Bowl, and Jackson was the player that they brought out on Tuesday. And I don't know, you know, he, of course, first question he was asked was about, you know, has he made that decision? And, of course, he gave the answer that you give, I guess, if you don't want to say what your decision is yet. He just said, I'm really focused on the bowl game. We're going to make this, you know, it's a family decision. There's a time and a place for that. For now, I'm just focused on winning this game. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. I would be very surprised still if he 
didn't return. Um, and one thing he did say, because he was asked about, okay, you've got your tight end Caden Prescorn coming back, and you've got Trey Harris and Jordan Watkins, your top two wide receivers coming back. Um, I think, uh, you know, he said that that, that that absolutely does influence his decision. So we'll see, but nothing definitive yet. So I don't think we're going to hear anything until after the bowl game. Evie, uh, the number of players that have the opportunity to come back for this Ole Miss football team in 2024, this might be the strongest or the most experienced offense in the league if they all decide to come back. Is that a fair assessment? Oh, absolutely. Um, And then, you know, I think there's a lot of talk about, and if you have Quinshawn Judkins back, Yes. If you can get, you can have Ulysses Bentley come back. I mean, I know Ole Miss missed out yesterday. Uh, Kiwan Lacey, a four-star running back uh, in Lancaster, Texas. A lot of folks, well, there were a lot of crystal balls up until, you know, how this thing goes. Ten minutes before his commitment announcement, they thought he was going to be going to Ole Miss, and then he switched to Missouri. And so then people are, you know, reading the tea leaves. Does that mean we've got, you know, both Bentley and Judkins coming back? Is that why? So, um, I don't know, but you're, to your point, absolutely. I mean, I can't think of a more experienced offense coming back, um, than, than Ole Miss. So if I'm, if I'm Jackson Dart, man, I'd be chomping at the bit. Evie, if he left, who'd be the quarterback? Well, you know, that's another good question. I mean, I think you've, you've got Walker Howard who has been patiently waiting, you know, LSU transfer behind Jaden Daniels and Nussmeyer. That's why he left. And you've also got, you know, I've, I've really pumped up Austin Simmons, the, the Florida young man, the 17-year-old. He's still 17, I believe, right now. Um, and so you've got both of those. There is talk that they're going to flip uh, the Maddox kid who is committed, a quarterback committed to – a&M, actually, at the moment. And so I don't know. You know, it's so funny. People tell me that, you know, what if Dart didn't come back? What if? And I'm like, you know, the one position I really, truly never worry about with Lane Kiffin at the helm is the quarterback. So, um, you know, my, my best guess is it would be Walker Howard or Austin Simmons. Evie, why is Lane Kiffin so good in this new era of the transfer portal? You know, I think, honestly, it's because, you know, he brings, he talks about pro-mindset, pro-mindset, but I think, you know, he's also, for the longest time, talked about, you know, when we had NIL and and um, such, the free transfer, you know, he's talked about we have free agency in college football. It's basically what we have. And I think, I don't know if it's whether, you know, it's his, his own pro background that he had or what, but he understands, one, I think he understands what his roster needs. He's very, very, very good at identifying what they need, and he seems to be an excellent evaluator of talent. And so I think, you know, honestly, he's able to go in and and talk to these kids, and they like his message. You know, they like it, and I've told a lot of people, you know, Lane Kiffin is worth his weight in gold just in the 
you know, the presence that he gives the university out there. I mean, Jackson Dart mentioned it just a couple of days ago. You know, there are kids that maybe in the past didn't even really think about Ole Miss, who are thinking about Ole Miss now, just because of kind of the national prominence that Elaine Kiffin brings to the program. Craig in North Augusta, South Carolina, who's a big Gamecock fan, wants to know, Evie, what you (laughs) are hearing on Juice Wells. Well, I tell you what, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Juice ended up back at South Carolina. Um, there is some talking again, I, I can't confirm this, but there were some questions maybe that have arisen about that foot injury that he suffered this past season against Georgia and, you know, he, I, you know, just maybe some physical questions. So I don't know, you know, I mean, I know he may, I don't know if he's taken any other visits, but I know things were really, really heating up with Ole Miss, and then they seem to have cooled down a little bit now. So I really wouldn't be surprised if he ended up back there. Yeah, that one's getting kind of weird. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. It, I, it, I'm not saying that in a creepy way, but it just I, I'm, <laughs> I never know what to trust with that story. Changes like right. the weather. Yeah, but Pete, right, just, well, it changes like the winds of the NCAA, and yes, you can play yes. in, it, in this 14 days, and it won't be held against you. Oh, wait, now, until it will be, which now it, it will count against you. So with that, yeah. Without Evie sending me that like 30 minutes ago, I was sticking with the it wouldn't cost you deal. Exactly. So that's, that's how that one switched on us. Oh, man. Oh, Miss Yeah, Evie. I don't think the, the left hand knows what the right hand's doing over there at the NCAA. I, I'm just not sure. And I'm with Coach Pete. I think, you know, go, and, and my David says this all the time, you know, you, you they're going to go to court and they, they will lose. The players will win. So, You know, Evie, many coaches, and this goes back a number of years, uh, I'm so old I was on the arc with Noah, so it goes back to uh, NCAA, according to coaches, stands for no clue at all. So that's been the term that's been used in the coaching circles that they don't have a clue because all they do is keep making up rules as they go along, but they never eliminate anything. So that's why the, the rule book now is as thick as it is. Well, absolutely. And uh, now my my – my husband, David Walker, who quarterbacked at A&M, messaged me a little while ago and says, you're home with Coach Pete. Tell Coach Pete I quarterbacked against him at A&M, and they were very good. You remember so, him? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, what a good player. Yes, ma'am. Uh, that's great. Yes. Ran that wishbone under uh, triple option under Emory Ballard. Yes, he did. I tell you what, Coach Ballard's one of the finest people ever in college football coaching, but uh, your husband was a very good player. You know what's you. You know what's also interesting? Her daughter, who's a pharmacist in Mississippi, mm-hmm. played volleyball at Ole Miss. That's Evie's original connection there. And your <laughs> daughter played volleyball at Notre Dame, right? Uh, she got hurt. She never played. Uh, was going but she to. was going there. To, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And she went to which high school in Memphis? Uh, St. Agnes. Okay. So oh, how about wow. how about that? How about that? That's a very small world. Yeah, <laughs> love volleyball. I actually stayed up late watching uh, Texas and Wisconsin last night in volleyball. Just a, an, an amazing sport. My my daughter was, uh, you know, the, the the girls now are, you know, a lot. My daughter was a setter because she was shorter. She was five nine. She is five nine, and 
um, you know, had a heck of a vertical on her, but boy, nowadays, you know, you've just got these six foot two, you know, setters and, and such. So it was, it was fun, fun game to watch. I tell you what, I watched Texas the other night. I can't remember who they played, but it, the girls are so amazing as athletes and their ability to get vertical, <laughs> but yes, also the yes. on the spike and the slant. I mean, these girls can bring power. I mean, well, my goodness, you, the, the, that ball flies. It does. And the height, <laughs> you know, I was running through. I was pulling. But Dave, David doesn't know much about volleyball, but I'm trying to teach him here. You know, he's a he's a football, baseball, basketball, hockey kind of guy. And so I'm I'm explaining volleyball to him. And then we're looking at the roster for Wisconsin. He had a six foot nine girl and a six foot seven girl. Wow. I mean, and then and then I just a, you know a ton of six foot girls. They're a dime a dozen. But yeah, that was something else. So fun fun to watch. Question here about Tyler Barron, who for the second yeah. year in the row at Tennessee has entered the portal, and he's yeah. visiting Ole Miss, right? He's a yes, Knoxville he's kid. Actually, he's, he's actually in Oxford today. He and Tennessee safety Tamarian McDonald are both visiting Ole Miss. And, and Walter Nolan is supposed to be there today, so we'll, well see. And they got a commitment from Key Lawrence, who's a yes. former Tennessee player who was at Oklahoma. So how <laughs> Oklahoma about that? Oklahoma safety, yes. Yeah. So uh, Lane is having fun with the Knoxville connection. Rocky there. Top. Evie, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach Pete. Hey, Evie, thank you. It's always a pleasure being with you and, and listening to you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your family. You, you too. Thank, thank you so you. much. All right, we'll get the break here, Coach Pete. He can stay with us till the top of the hour. Then we'll get into all that sinful, gluttonous, gambling, garbage stuff. Hour 3, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning right now. I'm still looking at heavy traffic flow coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville, up through Smyrna, Laverne, on 24 and going westbound. As you continue up through the Hickory Hollow area, starting to load up just a bit over here on 65 southbound at Trinity Lane. Still moving right now, fairly decent, coming in from Wilson County through the Mount Juliet area on 40 going west, headed towards Hermitage. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. This is a good one. I don't even know the answer to this question. And I've known Pete for... Somewhere in the 90s we met. I know that. (laughs) Topwater Assassin's big Clemson fan in South Carolina. Says, Bill Coach Pete seems like a happy, easygoing guy. Is that the way he coached, though? I don't know the answer. Uh, No. (laughs) Pretty intense. When you work for Lou Holtz, you better. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. He's he's watching coaches run drills and – you know, my dad was a high school coach, and it was you have a short amount of time to get a lot of things done, so sense of urgency was always critical. From your earliest memories, you were around coaching and football. Yes, from the time I was born. I mean, my dad was, like I said, a high school coach, and one time he was part of a program that won 59 in a row without a loss or a tie. They had the second longest winning streak. In Up high, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, in high school football, uh, behind Jefferson City, Missouri, they, they had – 76 and right the school my dad was at 159 in a row so uh when you're around that and you see not only my dad but the other coaches on the staff and sense of urgency and then friday night it translates into winning uh and then to be around coach holtz and the attention to detail uh nothing is too small you got to get it done and you only have a short amount of time to do it because what you do on monday bills for tuesday Bills for Wednesday, bills for Thursday, bills for Friday, and then you put it all together on Saturday. Got some good questions here, but I want to repeat something, and I don't think you'll mind me mentioning this. 20-plus years ago, 25 years ago, you had a lot of anger for Lou. Yeah. And I remember you and I sitting in an auditorium when 
Lou came in as the South Carolina coach, and you would ask a question. He'd say, there's Coach Pete. You know, no, no, very cordial in public, nothing, nothing contentious at all. But you would tell me stories. But here the last couple of years when I ask you about it, you've told me, Bill, with age, he lost his wife, we're good. Yes. I, everything yeah. is okay. But that's, and that's, that's a human story. You learn from, from different. Right. Uh, right. There were a number of things that went on when you for a guy and then he gives you the opportunity to coach as, right. long, as long as I, but you learn and had so much success and things. But as with every staff, right. you know, there are differences of opinion oh. and uh, different things. But you know what? It wouldn't be Lou right Holtz, if there weren't. Lou Holtz gave me the opportunity of a lifetime, not once, but twice. Right. To play college football and then to coach. At and some I, 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 no question. Minnesota? No question. And, and you know, at Arkansas, uh, oh, be at NC State, be a part of a, a football program that went to four straight bowl games in the ACC. No football team had ever done that. And to win and then go to Arkansas in 77, you know, we, we end up beating Oklahoma 31-6. We end up number two in the country. Uh, in 78, we're preseason number one. And just the winning that went on. And the people that he surrounded himself with on the staff and to be able to learn from, from them. You know, I mean, I, I say this all the time. The smartest offensive coach I've ever been around is a guy by the name of Don Bro. And he was the first assistant Joe Gibbs hired in Washington with the Redskins. And Coach Bro was absolutely fantastic. Monty Kiffin was on that staff. John Mitchell, Harold Horton, Ken Turner, uh, Larry Bechtel. You know, I, I mean, just guys. That I meant Larry on. through you. Yes. Yeah. Beck, but And then to have the staff we had at Minnesota, which was such a great teaching staff. We were in a bowl game in the second year. In Ricky program, Foggy. Ricky Foggy, yes. And uh, and then to go to Notre Dame and, and be, again, in a bowl game in the second year and win the national championship in 88. But uh, Coach Holtz gave me two opportunities that I can never yeah. thank him enough That's for. good to hear. Yeah. Bitcoin Playboy, he's a Tennessee fan. He lives in Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Wants to know, Coach Pete, what caused all those powerhouse teams back in the day in the 70s, let's say, to abandon the wishbone. When Bear adopted it, Texas was doing it, the wishbone, and then they all got away from it. The problem was you couldn't throw the football if you were <clears> – excuse me. You didn't have a passing game good enough if you were behind. If you were ahead, you know, winning the game and controlling the clock and, and had a pretty good field goal kicker where you could get down, and, and I don't think there was as much of an emphasis on – field goal kickers at the time. Right. But um, <clears throat> people wanted to expand the offense, score more points, so they added the play-action pass, and now we've become RPO, run-pass option, or PRO, pass-run option. And uh, But Emery Ballard, again, with Ole Miss Evie and, and her, her husband obviously playing yeah. for Coach Ballard. David Walker, yeah. yeah. He, uh, when he first, when Emory Ballard first approached Coach Royal about it, Coach Royal was like, we're going to do what? And Emory Ballard had this thing figured out from A to Z and back again, and I'm going to tell you, they ran it to perfection. Now, here's another problem that developed over time. You couldn't recruit to it. No. 
No, because that's a big price. Well, it, it, who were the powers? John McKay at Southern Cal. Right. I mean, when you get guy that football team, OJ Simpson, those great players. I mean, I'm I'm missing out on a ton of them, but they're in the I formation, and then it's, they're throwing the football. Anthony Davis, Charles White. Yeah. I mean, you got and they're throwing. And the West Coast was always known for for football. The original story I heard about seven on sevens, okay, which has now taken over yeah. the country by storm. In California, if you were a high school kid, junior college kid, or Pac-10 guy back then, right? every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in the summer, and this is long before guys were going to summer school. You went home for the summer. They would meet at a certain high school field, and they would pick teams, just like playground stuff. Well, I'm taking this high school receiver and that junior college quarterback and this college running back. Yeah. And it was a combination of high school, junior college, college guys playing against each other every night, three nights a week. And coaches on the East Coast, oh, that would never fly here. <laughs> you know, we're the, we're the three yards in a cloud of dust and stuff like that. Yeah. But those high school guys were playing with actual college guys, and that's why the passing game developed so successfully on the West Coast were the pickup seven on seven games during the summers. And then, and now it's the rage. It's all over the country. One other note that we have not mentioned to finish up that good question about all these programs abandoning the wishbone is it's a very physical style of play and Oh, yeah. Every dude's getting crunched every play. Well, the fullback's getting killed. Quarterback's getting hit. That ain't for everybody. But here's the other thing, Bill. It's why <laughs> Army, Navy, and Air Force. They have to. They have to because right. of the way of the blocking schemes. But when Oklahoma was running it, the tight end would block down with the tackle on a five-tech. They try to get double, double team, get movement, and go to the first inside linebacker. But the right halfback coming to load on the defensive end and when I he's running through the outside hip and knee those defensive ends were taking a beating as well right and because it's you're just, loading on you're faking to the fullback load the end and then the quarterback gets outside and pitches off the support guy whether it's a safety in cover 3 or the corner in cover 2 but defensive players those guys playing on the edge i mean in today's game those guys Nobody wants your legs taken out. Being a defensive coordinator today where somewhere on your schedule, week six, yep. week eight, if you're lucky, week one because you can plan it in the summer, having a game week five and then week six, you're playing a wishbone team mm -hmm. is a nightmare yep. as a defensive coordinator. Yep. Think about it. Mondays you get nothing done. Mm -hmm. Tuesday and Wednesday a little bit, and that's it. You do not have, even if you've got better athletes than the wishbone team, you do not have somebody can, who can mimic that to you in practice. Can I tell you this? Coach Holtz was so far ahead of it because at Notre Dame, we played Navy every year. All right? Paul Johnson. But you want those games on a bye week or the game one. Because you need extra. <laughs> we would take two days in August. And just scheme that. Just scheme that. But here's the thing. When you play those teams – you don't use a football in practice because it's all about eye discipline. Somebody has a dive, somebody has a quarterback, somebody has the pitch. Well, today with all the motion, what's the term that announcers use? Eye candy. 
the eye candy. We're getting their eyes to move. We're doing this and that. And guys are, are being displaced. <coughs> Excuse me. We never used the football on defense. So now whoever had the dive had the B-gap. Because had the if, you, if you take the football out, don't be what There's no football. There's don't. only one place to put your eyes on your assignment. Correct. So now get to your assignment and play it from there. We And then that week of practice on defense, never used a football. Get to the right spot, but when you get there, make sure you tackle. It's the ultimate assignment defense. No question. It's, and it's discipline. I, I came up back in the serious days, and you spent some time with me there too, that defending the wishbone today yep. is like ice skating on marbles. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. just you're now we have some teams that we see run speed option today. Right. Especially versus man coverage and you're getting it all at cover zero man blitz. All right. But the quarterback, he goes one two and he pitches the ball. He never really takes it to the inside shoulder of the end like you're taught to do, get downhill and make the guy commit. All right. Everybody talks about the run pass option and reading the defensive end and if he short back in the day. When you're running wishbone or you're running split back veer, Coach Holtz and those quarterbacks, don't lead with your chin because you're going to end up looking at the sky with smelling salts. Hey, dude, you're getting knocked out. Right. No, I... <laughs> hey, look, I have a face made for radio. I got one of these Roman noses. It roams all over my face because I got hit in the face so many times. Randy White. Yeah, Randy White about ended it, boy. Mike, Mike the Mad Dog, who... Uh... He's, he's here. He's at commitments. Ask Coach Pete how good of a job he thinks Mike Bobo at Georgia offensive coordinator did this year. Fantastic. When you have to replace a legend, which Coach Munkin is, is really – and I've known Coach Munkin a long time. I, I absolutely love the guy. You talk about a guy that coaches with intensity now. I mean – Yeah, oh, yeah. But Mike Bobo coming in and – developing that offense and getting the best out of Carson Beck. It's a great coaching job. Great coaching job by Mike Bobo this year. And there was some – and look, I mean, it's social media. You can complain, but there was some skepticism about sure that. Sure there was. Yeah. And that goes, you know, people were going, well, Mike Bobo didn't do this and did that. You know what? It's about the present. Where your feet are right now. Let's get it done. Right. And Carson Beck took to his coaching very, very well. And – uh I just think Mike has done an excellent job. Georgia Dog is going to be in here in a little bit. I want to ask him a question. Ask. Is it true Carson Beck is thinking about going to the NFL? Oh, it's Rusty Manziel was with us yesterday, and he says it's it's 50-50 right now. With so him. what does Georgia do at quarterback? Uh, they're in the portal fast, if that's true. Malik Murphy. <laughs> Malik Murphy. Georgia Dog, <laughs> ask coach, and there is Georgia Dog, with NIL boosters, fundraisers, recruiting, do head coaches have time to develop and devote to being an effective play caller during games? Does that take away from your job duties you'd rather be doing? No. I, look, head coaches are, are so goal-oriented, compartmentalized. They know what they have to do to, to watch tape, to get a game plan together. Um, Bill, there are only so many plays you can run in football. 
it's there's only so many formations you can run, but it's who you're doing it with. And then the matchups are the key. How can you get the favorable matchup that you want? That's why I think this Alabama-Michigan game is going to be so good. Right. And the Texas-Washington game, I mean, Kellen DeBoer getting the matchups he wants in the passing game against that Texas secondary, my goodness. But, yes, you can be an effective play caller. David Cutcliffe, we call him the deity here on the show because Tennessee fans think he's God. Mm-hmm. But And I've got a love-hate relationship with Cut, but he's a very good offensive mind. I've got to, I've got to give him that. He's a brilliant offensive mind. You're not the only one that has that relationship. Oh, no. So they, David, no David's they, not what you see. Trust me. Thank you. <laughs> but but he's very good oh, my at goodness. what he As does. A coach? Now yeah. works for the SEC. Yeah. But I remember years ago they were talking about goal line. And I'm not specifically talking about goal line, but you were talking about how many plays you can run in a game and scheming people. He talked about in the red zone, yeah. think players, not plays. Yeah. That's Good all over the field. All over. I mean, not just the red zone. And I remember how simple that was. And I thought, (laughs) why am I not? I mean, it's obvious. I mean, I'm always thinking about the playmaker. But it's so simple. Just a couple of words. Think players, not plays. I've got number. I'm George. i got number 19. Okay. Deal with it. Especially, especially (laughs) when they want to play man coverage. Right. Come on, man. Now, zone, he's going to find the open. Brock Bowers is going to find the open air, you know, and just sit down and get him the football. But he makes his money versus man-to-man on the rub routes, the ability to run the wheel and different things like that, the crossing routes. I can tell you this. We're at Notre Dame. I had Timmy Brown. I coached quarterbacks receivers. Timmy Brown, 87. We're playing Purdue with Chris Dishman, Stevie Jackson, Rod Woodson are in the secondary. All three are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. All right? You know who the outside linebacker was? The one and only, my boy, Summy, Kevin Sumlin. But they played 4-3, cover one, because Freddie Akers was the head coach. Timmy Brown scored, I think, four touchdowns one year and five. No, he scored four touchdowns both years because of think about players. They couldn't cover Timmy. And let me tell you what, it's true. Think about players, not plays. Coach Pete, stay with us to the top of the hour. Here, Bar Lines, Omni Nashville, Hotel. Notre Dame, Alabama. Yeah.
Good morning. Still a little bit of traffic volume on. 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through Antioch. Traffic still moving right now down through Millersville. Sometimes you can still get a little bit heavy in Hendersonville there on Vietnam. That's westbound as you head towards Conference Drive. Uh, a lot of streets and roads remain closed throughout Sumner County and in Madison as well. Still taking some getting used to. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. Call Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And we station. all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Car Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. Shannon in South Bend. And we tell Dad to hang tight, we're going to take this goal. Shannon in South Bend, ask Coach Pete, of the three losses Notre Dame incurred this year, that would be Ohio State, Louisville, and Clemson. Clemson, yeah. 
Which one was most disappointing and why? Ohio State, without question. I mean, I don't understand how you don't know that you only have 10 on the field, not just one time, but two plays. Right. There are people on the field. There are people in the press box. That is just unconscionable. Other note here. That changes the whole direction of your program you beat Ohio State. No, No question, but there is an art form to winning. Yes. That was winning time. Yes. Okay, I don't care how you do it. Yeah. Get it done. And once again, winning time on a stage where you've been critiqued for decades now about not being good enough, you failed again. When you play, when you only rush three and you give up a 18, 19-yard seam ball for a huge first down, oh. how does that happen? And Notre Dame's got a good secondary. Yeah. And it is – you're exactly right. Coaches always say there's four or five plays that determine the outcome of a game. Well, the seam and then having ten players on defense, come on. This is the biggest game on your schedule. For Marcus, This he's playing as alma mater. It's a definition game. This is a <laughs> career-defining game. And at Notre Dame, when you're not in a conference, and believe me, the five years I was there, it was emphasized. We are not in a conference. Every game we play is for the national championship. Did y'all still play Michigan every year then? Yes. Yeah. And it was always an early game, early first, season. First game of the year. Right. We lost uh, 24-21-19 the first year. Then we beat them the next four years. Loose it'll never happen again. <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> and it didn't. Uh, Irish Bill wants to know what you think about Notre Dame hiring Mike Brown. They ran off Chancey Stuckey as wide receiver coach. They've hired Mike Brown from the Wisconsin staff, who Marcus was with at Cincinnati, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, it's a familiarity deal. And right. I mean, when you know somebody and you've coached with a guy before, uh, Gino Gadulli came from the Wisconsin staff, even though he didn't coach. So, But it's more Marcus and, and Coach Brown. Wolverine Dan from the Rocket City. I did anybody anybody see Dan last night? I didn't see Dan last night up there. Where was where was Dan? Oh, welcome in. Thank you. I'm sorry, Bill. Uh, actually, uh, my wife works for a defense contractor, office manager, and uh, people are leaving. And when you're the office manager, you kind of pull up the slack. So we couldn't get away. And then I threw my back out yesterday. So. Um, I apologize. I wish I could have saw everybody. Um, I'm sure some people didn't really care if I was there or not, but that's fine. I get that. You, you go that anywhere, Bill. But I still like the. I appreciate the invitation, and uh, sorry I couldn't make it. Hopefully next year. But I did talk to Pat, and I got your address at the station. I've, I got a bunch of rub. I'm going to send to you guys, and then hopefully when you go by the station once a month or whenever you do, you can pick up your rub. How's that? That works, Dan. I, we had people picketing outside because you weren't here. I mean, it was, it was a disaster because of you. I got to tell you. You know, you're, you're, you're too kind, Bill. You're too kind. <laughs> but with that said, I was, was talking a little football was here. That, that's, Dan, I'm sorry. I, 
I was new last night. I, I saw some Roll Tide rub. Was that yours? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay, but I I'm just you, checking. No, 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 no. My rub totally different than that. Okay. Uh, I got you know. You know what? And I, disclosure, I, I had somebody spy the, the where they make that Bama rub so I can make the same rub. Okay, so did I you have spy. Connor Stallions on your payroll too? Yes, I do. Holy mackerel! I love it. Speaking of that, Bama, Bama, <laughs> it's got a new linebacker coach. But Bama, if you're listening, and Kevin Hagan, listen, that guy is a spy for us. Okay, so that's why we let you have him. So with that said, and you know we you know we got we we actually got back our other linebacker coach Chris Partridge that uh, uh, came from uh, Old Miss. We we got rid of him, and then now we got him back. So uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Dan, is Jim ball, Harbaugh is Jim Harbaugh going to work for the CIA? He's hired so many spies. Is that his no, new job? Well, he very well could have. I, mean, uh, I know he's going to he's going to have an office in Langley. Holy cow! I love it. Listen, guys, have a great time. Thanks again, Bill, for the invite. I'll see you next year. Wow. All right, man. See you. The old, spies everywhere. The old wife's the reason I couldn't get up here. Yeah. Nice chucking her up under the bus. All right, we'll take a break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's still pretty heavy trying to get up through Brentwood, Franklin right now on 65 going northbound. Just that normal buildup through Williamson County this time of the morning. Still a lot of traffic trying to filter down through Madison at the moment on 65 south as you come past Briley Parkway down to Trinity Lane. It's still pretty heavy at times leaving Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, 24 west up through the Hickory Hollow area. Be careful. Lots of radar in Rutherford and Coffee Counties this morning. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. Call Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. You can log on to tomahawkcrane.com for more information. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarlane weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarlane Show. And I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays 
and a happy new year. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Ags and Stroes, who's on the Texas Gulf Coast. Bill, ask Coach Pete about the 88 Cotton Bowl, Aggies and the Irish, the wrecking crew Slocum defense, and Bucky Richardson, the quarterback for the Aggies. Yeah. Beating Notre Dame. Maybe it's 35-14. And uh, Timmy Brown, that was his last college football game. But uh, A&M and uh, I tell you, R.C. did a great job at Texas a His defensive coordinator at the time was Bob Davey, who ended up going to Notre Dame and uh, taking over as the head coach uh, at one point. But, yeah, that A&M team, they, they were good. And you know what, though? That was the game we went back and as the team came – back for spring practice or spring classes when you lose a bowl game that leaves a bad taste in your mouth oh because you you can't play for another eight months nine months and that set the foundation for what we had to do to get ready for the 88 season and um so the 87 season but the 88 yeah it was calendar bowl game yes right right after the 87 season right so it was uh it it was so that was a loss before a national championship. Yes, it was. Yeah, and so wow. we went twelve and zero after that. You know, to win the national championship. Back then, you played eleven regular season games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then wow. the following year, we played in what used to be known as the kickoff classic in New Jersey in the Meadowlands. Beat Virginia, and we were uh, number one in the country for twenty three straight weeks. So it was uh, an interesting. Interesting run there. (laughs) I talk about it on the show. I go so far back doing this show that I can remember sitting, talking to fans, and talking about what Florida could be if some right coach ever got that job. No doubt. And this is when Spurrier just got the job left Duke to take it. Mm -hmm. And the entire planet Earth – said, Florida's never done anything. I've been hearing about what they can be, but it never happens. That's what A&M is. Yes. Today, a modern day. Now, mm-hmm. you get the right guy 
leadership, coach, etc. Mike Elko's got this chance. There's nothing they are lacking to win enormously other than the right leader. Mike Elko made one of the best hires this past week that any college coach can make, and that is bringing Tommy Moffitt. Who, by the from way, Baton Rouge. Well, he, but he's originally from this area. Yes, he is. He's from the six one five. Yeah, Tommy Moffitt was a longtime strength coach in LSU Knoxville. for how many coaches? But he was at Knoxville with tennis. Correct. Tennessee. Correct. Then he was at LSU for a number of years. Bunch of coaches. And the way Mike Elko goes about it is he's going to coach toughness. He's going to coach the hard things. Coach Holtz used to say this all the time. Your team is made in the off-season program and then spring practice because that's the core of your football team going into the season. Recruiting is important. Now with the NIL and different things, you have to re-recruit your guys to come back. But the core of your football team that shows up in January and the off-season program and those 5.30 a.m. workouts, that's where you're developing mental toughness, physical toughness, putting guys through hard, hard things. But Tommy Moffitt, is a great addition for Mike Elko at Texas A&M. What's their connection? They've not been together anywhere. Well, I, I think that Mike is just trying to go yeah, after the Yeah, I mean, the people know people. Tommy Moffitt, oh, but yeah. 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 But I don't think they've ever staffed together no, or anything. Uh, nope. Yeah. But again, in coaching, you know, it's a network. You know who did a good job. And Brian Kelly wanted to bring his own guy from Notre Dame. And Tommy Moffitt knew he was not finished. And this A&M program... Everything, like you said, you, you said it very well. Everything is there for this program to explode. Coach Pete with us on Fridays has been a good friend for many years. Got to meet him at the SEC Football Media Days. Actually, the first time I met him was at the Jefferson Civic Center Hotel. <laughs> In Birmingham, yeah. Which we were probably dodging rats running around on the floor <laughs> at that hotel. Yes. But, yeah, I've got to know Coach Pete back then. I've known him ever since. And uh, Coach Pete now is a Middle Tennessean. Yes. After all those years in West Tennessee. Mm -hmm. 25 years in Memphis, and my wife and I moved here three years ago. It's been great. Absolutely great. My daughter, son-in-law, and two grandkids live here. Oldest daughter, son-in-law, live in Raleigh, North Carolina, with two grandsons. So it's an easy flight from Nashville to Raleigh. So, uh Boy, what a great move. What was it like having a young family, a wife, and you're going from Fayetteville to Minneapolis to South Bend to where? What's that like always just well, – people thing, never think about that Yeah, when it comes yeah. to coaches. You, you know, with my daughters, uh, they, they were so young that they just made friends along the way. Sure. But I, I'll tell you a great story, and we were talking about this. We're in South Bend. We win the national championship in 88. We go through that 12, you know, we're undefeated until the last game, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We go to Miami to play Miami. My mom and dad come out to take care of the girls. And so the wives go on this trip. We practice on Thanksgiving morning, have a thanks team dinner for Thanksgiving, and then go to Miami for this Saturday night game against the Hurricanes. We end up losing the game. Dennis Eriks, we had him fourth and 42. But we end up losing the game. Come home, my daughter's crying because there was a number one sign on top of a dorm, 
She comes in the room. My wife gets up and goes, what's wrong? And she goes, Mom, Notre Dame lost. I said, yeah. I said, Notre Dame's never supposed to lose. Do they have to take the number one sign down, and now do we go to zero? <laughs> Seven-year-old. <laughs> wow. Do we go from one to zero? That's pretty smart. I hadn't but thought about what? that before. But guess what? She went to Notre Dame and graduated, so <laughs> That's right. it all worked out. But, yeah. Hey, do we go from one to zero because we lost? Thanks, Coach Pete. Thank you, Appreciate brother. Appreciate it, man. Always Coach Pete Cordelli, everybody. Fantastic job. Thank you. Brad Powers, when we come back out in Vegas, all the gambling, evil, sinful stuff. Omni Nashville Hotel at Bar Line. Five sixty AM, ninety five.